I welcome you today to day 20 of the Earn More Money Challenge. How exciting that we've come this far. Today is a Sunday. For me, it's been one of the unique Sundays. I hardly spend my Sunday like I did today. I'm currently on a training and uh, it started at three o'clock our time. And the training will go on up to late in the night because of the timing difference. As a coach, I equally expose myself to a lot of learning. So in my program for the year, I have quite a number of training hours to achieve. And this is just one of them. And I can tell you with what I'm learning, I equally pour it out there to my motto actually for this year, apart from my word for this year, which is courage, my motto is the G words. Yeah, I have five G words, but the ones that I say constantly and share, my G words are one, to be grateful, two, to grow, growing, and three, giving. So I'm here to learn to grow so that I can give. So that's how my Sunday has been. Spent it with the family up to a few minutes to three, actually 3 p.m. Then roped into the training and I'm on the training even now. We've just taken a break and I thought, let me do this. It's actually 7.55 East African time. So... I do trust you're progressing well with your big, hairy, audacious goal. Yeah? With your big, hairy, audacious goal. And uh, many things will come your way. Yeah? You may face fear of starting because maybe this is something you've never done. You've always have a money goal as a resolution that you make and write it in your notebook share it with friends, um, try and stick it in your head, but you've not gotten into action mode where you try to actualize that which you desire. Yeah? So it remains there in your head. The year goes on, the 12 months go, go on, nothing is achieved. When you look back five years back, you find that your financial position is just the same. You seem just to be going round and round the same spot. And I'll share with you my own experience with that. At some point in my life, I really wanted to have flexibility in terms of, of my time. And uh, ideally that desire was more when I got, I became a mother and a mother of twins and I looked at these two tiny, lovely babies who actually opened my womb as a woman, and I was very emotional towards them. I wanted to stay with them. I used to go to the office in tears because I just wanted to be with my children. I didn't want in those uh, very sensitive years of their lives to miss out on anything. 
I didn't want to come back home and I'm told, oh, this one walked two steps or this one is now crawling. I wanted to be part of that process. But then I could put, I, 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 I could put down some goals, some um, steps, yeah? Action steps towards me leaving a eight to five job. And I would write down, but nothing was getting done. Then they, another year goes, another year goes, and these children are growing. So I, at some point, I had to be very intentional, very intentional, where I would do my work. And by that point time, I was a financial controller. My desk was so busy, busy, busy. So I, I had to be intentional and tell myself, if my desire, yeah, if my desire is to nurture my children, I need to back it up with action. I need to back it up, back it up with daily action. Yeah? So the first thing I did, I had to register a company. And apparently you can see this disease can be so ingrained in us. From the time I registered the, the company, when these children are actually born, to the time that I got out, I think we were talking about seven years later or more, yeah? Just pulling myself back and forth, navigating in the same spot, just wishing and over lunch hour talking with colleagues how I really want to be in the lives of my children, but not taking tangible action, yeah? Not doing, going out of your comfort zone to do what you need to do for your loved ones and even for your own happiness to find that fulfillment that you desire. So I had to roll my sleeves. And as much as I paid attention on my eight to five job and delivered, I had to work extra hours after that to put together what I was going to do once I leave my eight to five job. It just didn't come, yeah? The other day, uh, my, someone visited uh, a friend, actually, it's a family friend. He visited us, a man, and uh, he was chatting with my husband and he was saying, oh, uh, you people are very lucky. And I thought, oh, okay, we are lucky. Why do you say that? Oh, you've been, you've been working on your own because my husband is equally in business. You've been doing your own things and um, you just seem to be making it. And uh, you've not actually been in employment for over a decade. And I thought, we were not lucky. We are very intentional and we work. And we work towards securing this position to ensure that none of us has to go back to work because of money. So we take the money space very seriously. It's not something that we... We just wake up and there are some dollars waiting for us or Kenya shillings to exchange. No, we are very intentional about that because we want to be in the lives of our children. We want to walk with them. And like right now, like now specifically, um, we, we, we have more children and each of them are unique. And you find that they have different needs and today you are navigating this, tomorrow the other. We wanted to be part of that story. So both of us were very intentional. And it calls for that daily discipline towards 
ensuring that the desired lifestyle that we have chosen for this family, it is backed up with cash inflows, yeah? So I want you to have that connection for yourself because there are those things that you desire, that thing that keeps you awake at night, that thing that just when it, it, you remember it, you feel like there's a stone in your heart that you don't know how to dissolve. And it has to do with money. It's either keeping you stuck in a job you don't like, it's keeping you away from your loved ones. You actually look at your children and you can actually say, you can actually tell they don't know you. You've turned into an ATM in the family. All you do is to bring uh, shopping and leave money and pay workers. But your presence, your connection with that home is not there. Yeah. And here I'm, I'm, I'm mostly speaking to women. Yeah. So if you find that you're in that space, pay attention. Pay attention to your money matters. Money as a way to make you exist and not live. Just be seen and have no impact. Yeah? Because you have to be where you don't want to be at a certain time. Yeah? To be able to get money to bring in the home, to take your children to school, to pay your house help, to live in that house to pay rent. Yeah? So... We need to pay attention on our numbers. And to do that, today I want to talk about achieving more with less. I believe you've taken, you've now, by now downloaded your self-evaluation workbook and you're beginning to monitor and see what steps or what milestones am I making towards my big, hairy, audacious goal. And it has to be big. It needs to be hairy. It needs to scare you. It, it needs to leave you really in a panic mode because of the action you need to take. We can't just be having wishful numbers. It has to be backed up with specific action. So achieving more with less. So this is the 80-20 principle. And um, in my money journal, yeah, I hope by now you've secured your money journal. If you haven't, just click the link where you'll get your self-evaluation workbook. Once you get that self-evaluation workbook, there's in it, there's a link that will show you how you can get a copy of your money journal. Please get a copy of your money journal. So on page 92, it talks about the Pareto principle. And the Pareto principle, it's ideally about, uh, it states that 80% of the results come from 20% of the causes. Few things are important, most are not. Few things are important, most are not. So 80-20 thinking requires and with practice uh, 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 and with practice enables us to spot the few really important things 
that are happening and ignore the most unimportant things. It teaches us to see wood for the trees. Yeah? To focus on what really makes sense and what matters. To be strategic. Yeah? And here when we think of it in strategic, strategically, to be strategic is to concentrate on what is important, on the few objectives that give us comparative advantage, on what is important to us rather than others. So money is something that affects every aspect of our lives, every aspect of our lives. You cannot begin not to focus on, on how am I going to generate money? You must be able to answer that question and not to be get comfortable in the salary. I must tell you in this uh, session that remember your salary, 46% of it goes to the government, if not more, depending on what you do. Yeah, 30% goes to tax or income tax. They pay what is commonly known pay as you earn. 16%. Is VAT, almost everything you buy is vertable, which means you're paying VAT. It means the moment your net, you get your net salary, 16% of it is gone with what you buy, your kitchen shopping, this, the other. It's gone. Then on top of that, if you're driving, we have fuel tax and all this. So the tax on the salary just makes the salary not exist. And that is why you find you earn, but the money just seems to be flipping through your hands. So you have to be able to ask yourself, how can I earn more? What can I do to put more money in my pocket? Every single day, it is important to secure yourself, to secure your loved ones, to secure your, your future. This thing of waiting for 60 years and to retire penniless and go to the village and start waiting for children to support you. That method has ended with our parents because they didn't have the opportunities we have. We have a lot of opportunities. We have the internet. We have a lot of uh, te technological, um, uh, uh, technological spaces available, which we can use in various ways. So we cannot get stuck and comfortable in the salary paying mortgages and all this and feeling we are doing well and paying car loans. That's not it. We need to generate. If, you're, if ma your money is not growing, it is causing you pain. If your work is to earn and spend, earn and spend, your money is causing you pain. So you need to pay attention. You need to pay attention and begin to zero in on what is most important. Everyone can achieve something significant. The key is not effort, but finding the right thing to achieve. Often we focus on the wrong things that don't help us. Wasting time on things. For instance, sometimes you go and you focus and spend so much time in the chama. A chama becomes a whole weekend event or a whole day event. My question to you is, that charmer, maybe you've put in your money, you put in 10,000, then after 10 months, you, earn, you, 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 you are the one to be paid. 
you've put in 10,000 every month. So after 10 months, you're the one getting the 100,000. My question to you, how have you grown that money? It is just delayed expenditure. You've just delayed to spend. Here I'm talking about growing money, earning more. Where do you need to spend more time on? How you can craft an idea, move your idea from just being an idea into its monetary equivalent. Yeah? So you can find we spend so much time on things that are not significant and aligned to what we desire in our hearts. Yeah? So where should I be most productive? Where should I apply my mind, my energies, my time, my effort? So most of our failures are in races others enter us into. Most of our successes come from races we want to enter. And today I encourage you, please enter into the race of transforming your money story. I'm here. I'm here to help many people one by one, one by one, to transform their money story. That woman who was with children in the home, yeah, not having a job, to get something they can do from home. That other person who lost their job during COVID or whatever, to re-engineer themselves into how they can, they can give value and earn more to elevate their financial, the financial well-being of humanity one by one. I have felt the real pain of not having money when you need it. The pain of looking at your child going to school with a torn shoe and you don't know what to do. You keep taking it to the fundi until the fundi even repairing it just worsens the whole thing. It's better it goes with the hole. I've gone through those pains. I don't want it for you. So please pay attention. Money is good. All we need to do is to change how we relate with it. Money is a good thing. And the other day, while I'm talking about the shoe story, I just bought, uh, my husband and I just bought a pair of shoes for our third born, our third born, a boy. And when he was wearing those shoes, I was like, ah, Samia's back. I couldn't do this. And this was just a decision of an instant because he came from school and he plays a lot and the shoes were torn. But that time I had to think through and really scratch my head and really cry to God. But you need to do what you need to do so that you can be able to do such, make such decisions at an instant. In fact, they should delay not because of money, but because of where it was coming from. Yeah? So pay attention. So remember, 80% of the increase in wealth, yeah, increase in your wealth will come from 20% of your action. Where are you going to put this 20% of your action? Are you going to have to revise what time you wake up so that you have an hour or two to craft how you'll make more money? 
Are you going to work on a certain strategy? Are you going to, to, to hold meetings, find somebody who knows what you, what you want to do so that you get some ideas? Instead of spending so much time in the chamber just gossiping and storytelling and not coming up with something tangible for your family, the people you call your loved ones. Are you going to use your Saturdays better? You don't have to be the one to choose each and every tomato in the, in the, in the marketplace. How many hours? Myself. I had to get to a time where I time myself how long I stay in the kitchen. So I had to learn new ways of preparing meals for my family in a way that I don't stay in the kitchen the whole day in the name of cooking for my family. So I time myself and I say, I cannot spend so much time here. I quickly prepare a meal, have a meal with them. I sit down, either read a book, look for ideas, see how I can build my business. And that's what got me out of the money pain. So think about yourself. What are you going to change the way you are doing things now? to transform your money story. What are the wrong things, the things that you're doing, the things you're going to eliminate, reduce low value activities, e.g. things other people want you to do, things that have always been done this way, those things that you say this is how it has always been done, yeah? Things you are not unusually good at doing, things you don't enjoy doing, Things that are always interrupted. Things few other uh, few people are interested in. Things that have already taken twice as long as you originally expected. Things where your collaborators are unreliable and low quality. Things that have a, a, a predictable cycle. You can already see where it's going. How long you spend on your phone, on social media. Yeah? That TV and, and the, how long you spend just delaying to go to bed. You go to bed so late, such that by the time you wake up, it's to rush to go to work. There's no minute to even give yourself your solitude time so that you can build something for yourself. What are the top highest values, uh, the, the things that you can, uh, of high value, which you can put into your time? Things that advance your overall purpose in life. Things you have always wanted to do. Things already in the 2080 relationship of time to result. The 20 things that give you 80% of the results. Innovative ways of doing things that promise to slash the time required. For instance, me, I had to really get innovative in my kitchen because I love cooking for my family. Yeah? So, but I had to get innovative so that there is food, good food, within a short time. Things other people tell you can't be done. Often the people who tell you the things that can't be done is because they failed at doing them. So they want you to join them. So challenge yourself to do them. Things other people have done successfully in different arenas. It means they, it's a proof that it can be done. Things that use your own creativity, tapping into your creativity. Things that you can get other people to do for you with relatively little effort on your time, on your part. Anything with high quality collaborators who have already transcended the 80-20 rule of time. Things for which it is now or never. Put your efforts there. You need to transmute 
whatever it is you have in your mind into monetary equivalent. Shut that door that has to do with, I have no money, it's impossible, I can't do, or oh, I don't know, uh, we are broke. Shut that door. Slam it. Let's move forward to earn more money. To give value so that we are paid for it and we transform how we relate with our money. I hope this has been a good um, session for you. I have to rush back into the training. Please excuse me. I have to rush back. It's a wrap with me for now. Edith Sidondo, your money coach. Let's reconnect tomorrow. It's our last day. Bye for now.